Well, hello, everyone, and welcome back to another episode of Please Don't Cancel Me for Common Sense. I'm your co-host, Manny Stu, along with... Sterling O'Neill. And we are excited to be back. I want to just take a quick minute and uh, say thanks to all of our listeners for episode one. Yes, thank you, thank you. Great feedback. We appreciate it. So subscribe, like, listen, follow, all the good stuff. Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts. Uh, Sterling, excited to dive into this one with you. Yes, it's going to be a good one today. It's going to be a good one. We are looking forward to talking to Mr. Muhammad Abid again in the near future. Um, We'll keep you posted on that. Um, But we're here to talk about the COVID comeback, so to speak. (laughs) So, Sterling, we're both vaccinated. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Um, Moderna. I actually have Moderna as well. Yeah. Yeah. Look at that. Um, I don't think we realize how lucky we are to have access to the vaccine. Yeah, there's a lot of countries where, uh, I mean, go back to Trump administration, but we talked about uh, warp speed and um, how we kind of, you know, garnered so many, uh, so many vaccines, you know, and paid all the money for it. Um, But we look at a lot of other countries who, you know, obviously COVID was worldwide, but they didn't have the same access or didn't have the same, um, you know, funding to be able to to buy up all the vaccines like we did. So I feel very fortunate. We're very lucky to have the the vaccine to have access to the vaccine here in this country um we we the countries our neighbors canada mexico they don't have to access the vaccine even london they're they're using the astrazeneca virus uh, the the vaccine uh a one of my favorite of all time eric clapton he actually caught flack for being a you know called an anti-vaxxer for a minute but he got the astrazeneca vaccine He's a guitar player, yeah, yeah. and he said it affected his hand for a moment where there was a, a few weeks where he didn't think he'd ever play guitar again. So, And there was a moment where it said it caused muscle spasms and whatnot in elderly. So here's a guy who's thinking, well, I'd rather die from COVID than not have to play the guitar again. That's his whole life. So I think I think it's, you know, it, it from our perspective, it's easy to sit around because we're getting access to the three best vaccines. For free. We're getting, not just for free, I'm almost mad that I got it when I did. I'm seeing like free Laker tickets, sign up for raffle, we'll pay you. (laughs) I'm like, wait, can I get another dose? Is that healthy? Because I'll do this stuff, you know? Like, Yeah, I'll I'll go get it. I'll get it every couple weeks if I have to. Yeah, can I show them that I had it already (laughs) and then qualify? You know, it's it's driving me nuts. But It was interesting, you told me a story though, um, before we started about... Uh, some friends of yours, and I kind of wanted you to touch on that if you didn't mind. Uh, yeah. So I was telling Sterling um, how, just a reminder, how lucky we are to have access to the vaccine here. And it's funny that we we know so many people, and, and obviously so many people still in this country refuse to get the vaccine. Yeah. Um, and so I have friends from Canada who uh, a few months ago were talking to me about, hey, um, we want to come down and visit. Do you think there's anything, you know, you can do to help us get the vaccine? Now, I was running a testing company for a while, and then I was a partner in a testing company for a while. So I was behind the scenes for a while, um, and I said, you know, honestly, um, it has become so easy to get the vaccine right now that you just got to come down and show up. And, like, they almost didn't believe me. I'm like, listen, come. If you have a problem, let me know, but trust me. And they don't have American insurance. They have Canadian insurance. So they come out here, 
and you know one of their family members is a, a first responder and they were on their first dose not even on their second and they were able to come out walk right into a cvs get their first doses told them canadian citizens no problem because we have a shortage of doses in this and a shortage we have an overstock you know we have a shortage of people who want the, the vaccine so these doses are just sitting there so it's like yeah you want it take them yeah they're giving them away <laughs> I mean, so. and you, you were just saying to me, you were just in Cancun. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I was in Cancun back in May. And, uh, I mean, obviously you're at the resort, so you don't get to see the full the full picture of Mexico, and it's only a small part of where I am. But, you know, you look at infection rates, and you look at uh, the resources they have, and it's, it's nowhere close to what we have in the U.S. So I do feel very fortunate um, to, like Stu said, be able to walk into a CBS, you know, and just get something that, you know, millions of people uh, are dying to get in other parts of the world, um, you know, underdeveloped countries and, you know, maybe countries that don't have the, the same financial capacity that we do. So the one country that I understand why citizens are hesitant and I, I'm not sure on the very recent change, but the last I looked, the Sputnik vaccine in Russia, mm. the citizens did not trust Russia. Now, if I'm Russia citizen, I am 100% thinking, oh, you did something something to this vaccine. <laughs> Putin, definitely. I wouldn't trust Putin. I really wouldn't. You know, that I understand. Um, if I'm a Russian citizen and yeah. everything you've been through, a little hesitation to, to take a, a free shot from the government. I mean, I, I mean I'm mean, i not going to lie. Even as a, uh, it's funny to say about Putin, but even as a U.S. citizen, you know, and I'm not anti-vax or, you know, really you know, anti-science at all. Uh, but I was a little hesitant because there were things coming out like, oh, you know, there's some side effects and, you know, some can be very mild or some can be, you know, um, you know, very heavy. And I was fortunate enough, you know, I, like I told my girlfriend, like I told everyone else, I got to take a nap. You know, it put me right to sleep. And uh, I think that was the extent of my experience with any side effects. But, um, but yeah, going back, just super fortunate to, to have the vaccine. And I think one thing Stu was pointing out to me is kind of the uh, the definition of a vaccine. So I kind yeah. of want to get into that and get started uh, get started on that topic. Yeah, I think that's a great transition. There's a misconception of what a vaccine is and does. So I'm going to read the actual definition from Oxford of what a vaccine means. A substance used to stimulate the production of antibodies and provide immunity against one or several diseases prepared from the causative agent of a disease, its products, or a synthetic substitute treated to act as an antigen without inducing the disease. It does not protect you from contracting a virus. It is driving me crazy right now, Sterling. <laughs> when I go on all media outlets and I and yeah, left, right, left, right, and and a lot of sports journalists are guilty of this, like on social media. Social, it's terrible. Yeah. But when I see a players test positive in camp right now with no symptoms, they're vaccinated. That's not news. Yeah, I think we just spoke about that earlier when we talked. You know, I mean, if they can't play, okay, fine, but. To, to, to show that someone, you know, a staff member in the White House tested positive and, you know, but it's fine. The vaccine prevents you from getting really sick from it. Yeah, it's not a cure. 
there's there's no cure for these things. They're vac- vaccines. Um, you might still get a little bit of sick from this. Now let's talk about what we let's rewind a little bit. Mm-hmm. Now we touched upon this. What were we told about a vaccine before we ever even got our first dose? Or even before warp speed was before warp speed was announced. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Let, 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 let's talk about that for a sec. Yeah, I mean, from what I remember, it was uh, it was talked about the vaccine coming about. Uh, obviously, they take you know mul- multiple years to actually create the vaccine, but something we were doing in a short amount of time, and that it was something that was going to. I don't want to see. It's not a cure, obviously, but something that was going to assist in the fight against COVID. Not be a cure all, but it was going to assist us in the fight. And I think a lot of people, including myself, just because I've been locked up for so long, you know, for a year plus, took it as almost like a cure, and and didn't think to myself about all the other vaccines that I have in my body that you know you go and get you know every number of years, uh, but that I still have to continue to get every couple of years because it isn't a cure it doesn't just fix things um so that's the first thing i remember but what about you yeah i mean i like you said we're born and we forget like we're born in the hospital and we get vaccine shots for a reason you know like to protect our body from getting deathly ill from getting diseases that we might catch Mm -hmm. now i remember the you know the vaccine to me that yeah it was I'm guilty of it too. Oh, oh great. Yeah, you know, I can do what I want. But I also knew what what the reality was. I knew, well, I was, you know, one, I, I had COVID once. I, you know, so I knew the antibodies, but I knew getting the vaccine would only protect me from not getting deathly ill. So the vaccine to me works in theory if I'm only hanging out with people that are vaccinated. Yeah. <laughs> you know, so my buddy that's not vaccinated, at this point, I technically could get it. Not know it because I wouldn't have symptoms. If I don't have symptoms, I have no reason to test unless I'm traveling or I need to test for work, which I don't right now. So I wouldn't test. And I could technically spread it to him and then him get it. And then he could get sick because he doesn't have the vaccine. He's not vaccinated, yeah. And that's... And so what drives me crazy is the game plan that, that Fauci said, Dr. Anthony Fauci, who we don't give enough credit to. And like you said, it was never a... An answer. It was a part of a solution. Part of a solution, yes, sir. And this was, yeah, when before warp speed came about, or in the process of it, Fauci, Dr. Fauci said in several press conferences, one, it takes a certain amount of people to get vaccinated, herd immunity, herd immunity, to even have that discussion, which I don't think we're even there yet. Hence the rollback, you know, again. Yeah. Uh, then it also takes other things as well. Our neighbors have to get vaccinated. If we're going to go and travel to countries, we have to. We don't know what's going to happen with other variants. And Dr. Fauci pretty much said, once we get vaccinated, six to eight months to a year after, we don't know yet, we might need booster shots. We, boosters maybe just for the elderly or the more susceptible. Yeah, and nothing. And that, that's a big thing. Nothing was set in stone. It was like, we may need this, we may need that. The vaccine's going to... Like we said in the beginning, assist with the with the solution. It's not going to be the only solution, and I think, like I said, and I'm guilty of it, and I know a lot of people are thinking that that meant oh we can reopen the doors. I mean, our you know we're in California, our our state government said oh you know what we can you know if you're vaccinated you can have no mask indoors, and then obviously that only lasted a few weeks before they rolled it back 
because yeah, it it doesn't make sense. Well, yeah, I, I want to touch on that. I mean, that right there, the way our government and and listen, we we don't want to bring our personal political influence. Yeah, we're, no, 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 we're no, no, trying no. to simply talk about a a conversation from a third perspective, an outside perspective, and yeah. just talking from common sense. So, and that's what we're doing with this topic. So let's talk it from a common sense perspective yes, here. Yeah. So no matter whether you agree or disagree with the political view of this government. Yeah, anti-vax, vax, or yeah. not. Let's talk where we live, California. So I know that in California, and I'm pretty sure around everywhere, the rule was if you're vaccinated, you don't need to wear a mask. You can go out in public and do as you want. Live life normal, go back. Anyone who's not vaccinated needs to wear a mask. And all on the honor system. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, can I just take a moment to try to, like, I have I still can't understand that. That was a funny thing yeah, we talked about earlier with the honor system. I mean, like, like I, lo- I, I respect President Biden and Dr. Fauci. Who in the White House was like, this is a good idea, this will work? Where, like, I'm not a qualified government official, but... No, this was not going to work. You're asking a group of people who don't believe in the vaccine. I'm going to go ahead and say they probably didn't believe in the mask either. Yeah. (laughs) And I'm going to tell you right now, they definitely don't believe in self-identifying themselves in a group and giving up their quote-unquote freedom. (laughs) Yeah, which which once again, nothing wrong with that. No, no, do it. Nothing wrong with that. It's just we're talking more from the standpoint of did they did they bring a psychiatrist in to, to ask him this is going to work? Yeah. Though? Like, I mean, come on. Like, anyone, my buddy who's a anti-masker and anti-vaxxer would be saying the same thing. What are they, nuts? I'm going to just go along with the crowd like everyone else, you know? And then on top of that, even if they made them show their card somewhere, it's like, it's like the fake IDs. Like, you know, easy. Yeah, is that piece I- of paper, like... I mean, like, that's what you gave us? I'm not going to name names. I, I know multiple people who have fake vax cards. Or, I, you know, they know they know medical personnel, so they got put in the system as vaccinated, and they're not. It just it just wasn't a good rollout. And obviously, we see the, the after effect, the mask mandates back. Yeah, I, I went to Trader Joe's. California opened June 15th, and it closed July 15th, right? I went to Trader Joe's June 20th. I walk in, no mask, go in any line I want. I'm like, oh, okay. I go back a month later, got to get back in my mask, got to get back in the lines. Yeah, I'm like, yeah. well, what's going on here? Like, it's like, and, and of course, this was never going to work. They never consulted a, just a, a psychiatrist or a, a therapist of like, no, this is never going to work. These people are not going to go on the honor system we're one of the most dishonest countries to begin with whether you're vaccinated or not america on the honor system us we've advanced ourselves becoming very by the you know well you know it wasn't you know legal but it's kind of gray we're the gray hair country yeah. you know what i mean that's how we've become so successful we're on the fast track you know like Everything we do is kind of well. It's it's for us, so it's okay. It's okay, yeah. yeah but we want us to be on the honor system. It's insane. Yeah. You couldn't have given us an app. You couldn't have rolled out a um, an app like South Korea did. Germany. You know, I mean, mm-hmm. how do you not develop that and just scan it when you're going in somewhere? You know, and and I want to ask you this. So, I I get if a Ticketmaster, StubHub, private company wants to say. 
if you want to come to our venues, you need to show us your vaccine card. Even if it's going to be a fake one or whatever. <laughs> yeah. Just, they're doing the it for game. liability. Well, yeah. I, I get that because I, I can only imagine an insurance. The insurance companies are just, side note, I've seen some just crooked insurance stuff already during COVID, but they've just got to be loving this right now. Because oh, yeah. the liability for a concert like that, for a stub up to do that and to, to partner with a, a band or a concert has got to be insane right now. God forbid someone gets sick from that event. event what kind of screening process did you do? And that's still a gray area right there. Is that a lawsuit? Is that not? Are we liable? Are we not? And so everyone's just buttoning up on that. Yeah. So I respect those companies. But here's what I want to ask you. Government employees. What's their responsibility to, one, get vaccinated? And, you know, should it be required? You know, should, should the senators, the government, should should California be allowed to, to mandate all the, the government officials, like the postmen? Like, where do you stand on all that? So I, I'm honestly not sure. Have they done that? Have they mandated it or not? Govern, Governor Newsom. Governor Gavin Newsom. Sorry, tongue twister. <laughs> uh, is in talks right now of proposing either you show us your vaccine card, proof of vaccine, or you submit to weekly testing. NFL. Okay, this is a good one. That's a shift to um, pull this, um, get out of the government for a minute. But the NFL um, recently actually had some coaches get fired over this. They said, get vaccinated or you're getting tested. And there's people like, no, I don't, you know. And so there's coaches getting fired right now because their their teams are saying this guy's going to be, one, a, a, a PR nightmare. Yeah. And two, he might be a health detriment to our team is on a more important level. And they don't want to deal with it. And if you're not going to just go along and get the vaccine, like, I think it touches up on what we said last episode of, America being advanced citizenship. Mm-hmm. And I think there's an advanced citizenship requirement right now to get vaccinated, personally. Um, they're not going to kill Tom Hanks. He's America's son. So if Tom Hanks got the vaccine, we're good. Tom Brady got the vaccine. We're good. For all your, your Trump supporters, Trump got the vaccine. Yeah. I mean, every McConnell has the vaccine. Biden, what do you think? All these people are going to turn into zombies and die? Yeah. I mean, like... And, and that, so that's a big thing, <laughs> turning into zombies and dying. There's people so, who so, believe that. Yeah, I was like, so that's a big thing for me too, uh, Stu, is, is you know, these Facebook groups and social media mm. in general and just the hoaxes and, you know, not, not looking at science, right? Not using common sense. And, you know, whether you're anti-vax or not or whether you're anti-mask, you know, if you're both great, nothing against you, you know, I, I'm vaccinated, so, you know, I... I feel good on my end, you know, nothing personal. I have friends who don't believe in it and we're still friends, you know. Um, but if we look at uh, the community as a whole, right, and we all exist individually in this community and then community in the, you know, in the country, in the world, and it, you know, kind of like a, you peel an onion, goes out from there, you're an individual, and it grows out from there. If you look at it from an individual perspective, yes, I don't want to do masks, I don't want to do vaccines. But then if you look at it from, a community aspect and you ask yourself well you know maybe i don't get the vaccine but maybe i still continue to wear my mask or you know maybe i don't get the vaccine and i don't wear a mask but maybe i just you know stay inside or you know order my groceries on amazon or do do certain things to mitigate it even though you don't want to do you know what it seems like the majority is doing or what the cdc or you know world health organization are asking you to do you know there's other ways to support 
what we'll call, you know, I'll call it at least the movement, if you don't believe in, you know, the vaccine right now or don't believe in masks. But to not do anything, I think is just uh, reckless, like I say, in the in the picture of being part of a community and a, a large community and being part of the world. You want to be a citizen of America and hold that passport and have the right to travel as you do and have access to the vaccine, whether you want it or not. It, there's 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 do's and don'ts. There's there comes a give with that, and yeah. I I revert it to World War Two. Uh, Britain was getting bombarded by Nazi um, bombs from the air, and Churchill came out and he asked all the pit people in London specifically to paint their roofs tops black. So when the Germans are flying over, it's harder for them to see the targets. Mm. Now no one said, "Well, I don't want my black rooftop." No, yeah. <laughs> they painted the rooftop black because they were bombing them at night, and at night it made it really hard to see the roofs then. Exactly. Yeah. So everyone did it because if you didn't, if you were the one guy who didn't, well, then everyone on your block... <laughs> yeah, your neighbors were done for. Well, you know, it wasn't like, you know, I mean, like, it just, that's the theory. Is like, well, it's not just you. It's the whole block going down, you know? Like, it's the people above you and below you and the next to you that are going to get bombed with you. So it's all or none. Yeah. We all need to paint our rooftops black. Yeah, and I... I I think I read something Matt Damon spoke on it the other day. So, you know, he was like, hey, if you're, you know, don't believe in vaccines and this and that, that's fine. But also, like we talk about, and I'm talking about in the aspect of being part of a community, even though you're an individual, he was like, hey, you know, maybe think about it from the standpoint of someone who can't get it because they're, you know, compromised or, you know, obviously, you know, with the, the variant, you know, kids can get it now, supposedly, and things like that. So think about it from that standpoint. And you know, like I said at the end of the day, hey, you're gonna get it or you're not. You know, we're a free country. Love America. You know, um, and this isn't a political thing or telling you to get the vaccine. I'm just saying, think about ways if you're not gonna do it that you can still contribute to the community and to society in a positive way with this. Um, because yeah, you know, maybe because Stu and I have the Moderna vaccine, we become zombies in a couple years and we try to kill you. Who knows? Yeah, and, and if that happens, it happens. The yeah, risk yeah, I'm willing to take, you know? I, you know, yeah. I mean, I, I might be wrong. Listen, there's, <laughs> there's a lot of things right now that I, I understand um, the overall frustration of, especially right now, this like the, the restrictions, the up and down. Yeah, I hate the restrictions. And, and it, it definitely hurts the credibility. I can see why someone who doesn't have the vaccine can say, well, look what the CDC is doing and all the changes. Mm -hmm. it, this stuff does not help the credibility and it only strengthens those arguments. And my response would be, well, science is about ev learning and evolution and constantly changes. Yep. And we're just seeing a virus that we've never seen before. We're seeing that. And this happens one every, what, 100, 100 150 years? Yeah. So, and we, we have... Uh, much more advanced science than we did during the Spanish flu. So we're going to see things at a, at a faster rate. And a, that's why we're seeing this, this roller coaster of information. Um, but it does, you know, I think just a, a lot of misinformation of is course. what drives us nuts. You know, when I, you know, I see these people like, again, the vaccine should not protect you from getting COVID. Yeah, it's not a cure. It's not <laughs> a cure. Okay. There are no cures. It is, a, a vaccine is not a cure. Um, it drives me absolutely just berserk yeah. when I see that. Uh, so I really hope that we can get it together with that. Um, but so let me ask you, the government, you know, I saw, oh, yeah. um, I'm drawing a blank on his name, but I saw him um, on Cuomo and a Florida representative and he, 42 years old, had the, uh, had COVID, his family had COVID, refuses to get the vaccine. He is a government official. He has people in his district that like, 
look to him. He, yep. he shows up in government buildings. I mean, is there a government right to say, if you want to practice as a government official, you have to now be vaccinated or submit to this these testings? I mean, where do you stand on that? So where I stand, I think, uh, again, you know, I'm, I'm all for, you know, if you want to get the vaccine, I'm all for if you don't. But like I said, I think if you don't want to get the vaccine, there are measures you can take. So for me, you know, don't get the vaccine. You know, if you're, you know, you're representing your state, don't get the vaccine. That's fine. If that's what, you know, you choose to do as an individual. But I think, you know, maybe you work from home or maybe you do Zoom, you know, maybe you don't show up at the office. You still, like I said, in the community aspect, protect those around you, uh, even though you may not agree with, you know, the CDC or the vaccines or anything like that. So I think that's where, as you know, being any type of leader, if you want to take the next step and not just say, well, I'm not going to do that and continue to do what you want. And that's an individual mindset, which, yes, we're all individuals in a community and, you know, you know, America land of the free, but still being smart enough as a government official, you know, Go, you go to school, you get a college degree, being smart enough, intelligent enough, using common sense to say, okay, well, I'm not going to put anyone else at risk. Instead of being so laissez-faire about it and saying, well, I'm not going to get it and I'm going to do what I want to do still, even though it affects everyone else around me. Because I don't think that's... Uh, I, I want to ask, ask you a question. Yeah. Do you think that we have too much freedom in this country? And I know that's a very loose like, question. Yeah, it's a very loose question. <laughs> but the reason the reason I ask is because I can't. Okay, so I can't help but think that if if maybe we had just a little less freedom, mm. and we had maybe the if the government had the ability, and I'm pretty sure they do. They just are afraid to enforce it. Maybe um, had the ability to do things like a more a stricter lockdown, like like Israel kind of did in the beginning. Mm. Um, Hypothetically, if we didn't go anywhere the first two weeks, we didn't go to the grocery store, we didn't do anything, everyone stayed home, the virus would have died, and it, the vaccine would have been as important because we stopped, we would have stopped spreading it. Of course. And I think that's the problem that we're seeing now is the vaccine's out, we still spread it constantly. We can't help as Americans to just keep spreading it. We're like, and we're both guilty of this, yeah. <laughs> but we both went to Mexico. Yeah. You know, I mean, because in our minds, America is starting to open up. We're good to go. We can go out. We can travel. But we forget, like, every time we we try to, to go forward, we forget that we are, we're going two steps backwards. Yeah. We're not fully, even with this vaccine, we're not fully taken care of because on the broad scope of it, what percentage of this country is vaccinated? Clearly not enough. Yeah, I think you said about 50%. That's yeah, you know, to answer your question, to be honest, um, what makes America America is that we have the freedom to choose and say no. So, I, I don't think that a, a stronghold by our government on, on the people is something that would go over well, and I don't think it's something that's very American, in my opinion. Uh, and that's not left, right, even for the greater good of everyone, that. even it's like you know, right now, you don't really know any better. We do, we're gonna do this, you'll thank us later. So, so the one thing I will say, what really messed that up, the government to be able to do that and the people to trust them, because it, I mean, Germany did it and it worked wonders, you know, a lot of the European nations did it and it worked wonders. Israel for us, did it. Yeah, for us, I think what messed up that small sliver of a chance we had was in the beginning when you'd wake up and it says, 
the virus is this, is not this. And then you wake up two days later, and it's like, it is this. And there were so many conflicting messages and, you know, left versus right and, you know, red state, blue state, that it, that people just said, finally, I'm going to do whatever I feel I want to do. Instead of our government officials maybe coming together collectively and saying, okay, this is what it is, and taking some time to craft the proper message for the American people. Yeah. And I think that's... I th- think one thing that I saw during COVID, and I would love to do another episode diving more into this, yeah. but for the first time ever, America didn't feel so much of a country mm-hmm. where we're all under one thought as one nation, but more of a collection of different territories yeah. and oh, yeah. states, kind of like Europe. And we felt I felt like more like we're like a continent, mm-hmm. you know, where the only thing that separated us was that we have the American army. You know, we're, you know yeah. we didn't have California Army and Texas Army and things like that. Although I think we, off the record, I think we kind of do. <laughs> you know, they were off the books we do. Um, but that, it really felt like that. There's division of thought. And I do think that that really slowed down our progression to coronavirus attacking it. Um, I will say objectively that former President Donald Trump, in my opinion, and I would love your, your thought on this, yeah. he had a T-ball. As far as getting reelected and becoming a good president historically, historically, yeah, yeah going down he he could have historically because we forget how fast the world goes. A hundred years from now, all the nonsense, the tweets, everything, his first three years, three and a half years would have been gone, wiped out. I mean, it would have been gone, but it would have been out of our memories and it would have been taken over with. Well, he defeated coronavirus, mm-hmm. and that would have. Tr- you know, you know, uh, trumped it all, so to speak. <laughs> yeah. You know, it would have all that nonsense, and he chose to unfortunately politicize it. He then even got coronavirus and was given another T-ball, and did go out to be like, "I was wrong." No, but his ego got in his way. He came out with drove her out without the mask, and I'm like, "Oh, you got dropped off on the helicopter." We, we doing like you got some of the best healthcare in the world. <laughs> I mean, you got the vaccine. You got things that like. I mean, you, if you look at what he got, like the guy got a cocktail like no other to, of, of, yeah. of immunity boosters. Um, and he, he just, he, he struck out at T-ball and just made it political. And now it's still politicized, unfortunately. And I wish like, you know what? We should all give him a round of applause for Warp Speed. Warp Speed was, yeah, one of the, one of the pinnacles of, I would say, uh, a lot of the presidencies. I mean, he he got the job done. That, he, that's he, he said he, he got the ball rolling yeah, on it. Yeah. Did he did he take it to the finish line? No. Did he set us up for the finish line? Absolutely not. But he got the ball rolling. Mm-hmm. And back to what we said earlier, like we got we got access to vaccines that other countries don't have, and they're using vaccines that aren't approved in this country. Mm-hmm. That's for a reason. We have the best access to the to the best vaccines in the world. And that is thanks to Donald Trump. Mm-hmm. Now, we might personally have access to getting those vaccines because of Biden's uh, plan to um, give it to the public. To roll out, yeah. But I don't know where what where he was at and what the, you know, who knows what was behind closed doors. All I know is Trump did initiate war speed, and so we got to give him credit for that. Yeah. But he also <laughs> chose to politicize it the whole time, unfortunately. And it would have been really good to see... You know, like we said last week about um, second chance, you know, and apologize and, and humble yourself. Like, to me, I, I would have loved to see Trump go up there with former President Obama, Clinton, and Bush and give a 
pro-vaccine speech. It would be so powerful. Mm-hmm. We need that, you know? Like, I, I root for that every day. Like, that'd be really cool to see. He's just starting to, I think, come around on that. Not enough. But that's what we need. Yeah. And we always talk about that. I mean, and that's like we talked about in the first episode. We're not here, like I said, choose left or right. Uh, you know, like I talked about a lot uh, with Trump. I tell people this all the time that, you know, don't agree with me. I don't think he should have been president. That's me personally because he's the face of America and I think it was a good look. But, you know, having him come in, at, you know, international business relations or international relations, the man is great. I mean, the man got into North Korea, you know, without getting, you know, knocked off and, you know, without, you know, starting, you know, what could have been like a, I don't know, a World War Three or whatever, you know? So I, I think, you know, like I said, got to give him credit and Warp Speed was fantastic, you know? And I'm not going to take any of that away from him, but uh, definitely like what Stu said, I think the government, even in the beginning, should have come together, left, right, indifferent, and said, you know, this is a message we need to give to the American people. And instead, that didn't happen. And now we're in a situation where, you know, people have leaned on social media or their Facebook group or, you know, my, my friend's cousin's a nurse, my friend's cousin's a doctor, instead of having a clear message from our government um, to go off of. Two things I want to say. One, for about two years now, I wake up every morning and I check CNN app, Fox News app, BBC app. Now, I don't do that because I use those as my three main news sources. In fact, I do it more just because I know that those are three of the top news sources in the world. And this is where most people are getting their information. So to me, it's important to see what they're putting out there. Then I go on... NPR, CNBC, different outlets and kind of get my fine-tune everything. Of course. But to see the extreme differences, I understand why there's a, a distrust. Mm-hmm. You know, you turn on uh, CNN and you have the purple death tracker up there. It's like, okay, people, I, you know, come on. You yeah. know, and then Fox News going up there calling it the China virus. Like, I mean, you're just like, where is the truth? Yeah. You know, um, back to what you said about Trump, though, I just want to say... Um, I would love for us to do an episode where we, you know, the president that could have been, because I think I said to you, if, if you, if he never tweeted, yeah, if he was up there and didn't do what he did in the bullying of the uh, press conferences, if he didn't do the, the BS pref- press conferences and the tweets, which I know a lot of people love for him, but if he didn't do that and just focused on business, like, you know, and, and I think if he was a little bit more forward thinking on a few issues that he had home runs on he could have been the climate change president that showed republicans it's on both sides because he was the new york guy mm-hmm. he never embraced his new yorkism you know he could have tried to been a true new yorker uh he could have legalized marijuana home run and and republicans will be the first to legalize that in my opinion because yeah. that's an economic win um but he could have just there was things that he did that just got so convoluted because of his tweets and whatnot and you know, I'd love to talk about that in another episode. And also that you know, Steve Bannon ran probably the most political genius uh, campaign in American history. Maga, I mean, Maga. Maga. I still cannot top that with anything else. And I... No one will. It was advertising genius. Yeah. Agree or disagree. Like, that's perfect for us to talk about. Like, I completely disagree with everything he said. I, I didn't think he'd ever, you know, we're getting, we're getting off topic here. Yeah, but, yeah, but... Uh, you know, I back to the, the coronavirus in this country in my opinion, to kind of wrap some stuff up, is got way, way bigger than it should have been. Mm-hmm. We we became hypocrites in general. 
it's okay to do this, but not okay to do this. Yeah. Um, the mask. Oh, if I take it down when I'm at the bar, like you know what the mixed message. Yeah, yeah, like what the coronavirus doesn't travel while you're eating. Like you know, we never really attacked it. Um, we let too much social uh, influence. And we saw the division. I mean, people literally just were like, well, if California's shutting down, I'm just going to go to Arizona or go to Texas. So, like, yeah. people literally just packed up and left. I mean, we saw for the first time ever California lose seats, Texas and Florida gain seats. Mm-hmm. Those are based on population. Yeah. People, California is full of a lot of actors, Los Angeles especially. There's no Hollywood, there's no acting. There's no one being able to pay rent and there's no restaurants to work in. Yeah. You know, like we're a hospitality industry that acts, you know. It was a ghost town for a while. Ghost town. So I think that, unfortunately, we saw the repercussions of political division getting, you know, really convolute coronavirus. We saw science um, being chosen when it's convenient. Mm -hmm. Right. Like right now, the, you know, the, the initial, well, if you're vaccinated, like we said, that, that makes sense in a science standpoint, but there's no common sense to that. Yeah. So, you know, you don't go off of science when it's convenient. Why are we not listening to Dr. Fauci when he's, he said all this? Like, I can only imagine his family dinners. He might just put his, his head in his, his lap and, like, you know, his wife or his kids and say, like, didn't I say all this? Yeah. <laughs> Did I say this for months before we were vaccinated? 2022, 2023, we st- still might be wearing masks. We have to limit our travel. Our international travel. We have to be wary about variants and boosters. He said all this, and we ignored it. And and here we are. Yeah, back with masks on. Yeah, I mean, a big thing for me, and, and like I said, I, I'm. I traveled. I went to Mexico. I was vaccinated, but still, you know, uh, I went and did the thing. So I, I'm not. Like I said, I'm not mad at anti-vaxxers. I'm not against this. We're human. I get it. You know, you believe in certain things. We have that individualism in America, and that's what I love. Um, going back, I just think our government botched. And I'm, and this is not on, you know, Biden's doing better than Trump or Trump. Our government as a whole, which should serve the people as a whole, regardless of what side you're on, which is what makes America great, even though we have two parties, two majority parties, you know, we come together as a whole to, to help everyone, right? And we talk about the community aspect. I think that... Our government botched that and they had a chance to bring everyone together and now you see so much division because of the mixed messages um but i do applaud Fauci for uh for kind of walking us through this and kind of holding hands on both sides you know he didn't really choose a side politically he just wanted to make sure that we uh as a country uh, you know uh, were safe and are safe going forward and uh and yeah yeah no i i i do think we owe the, dr fauci a tremendous sense of gratitude and thanks because in the end he did guide us and he put up with god knows what kind of bullshit because president donald trump did handle a lot of that like bs mm-hmm. on those press conferences and did not listen to a lot of his advice and that's been known facts um but even now we're not listening to him fully so it just shows no matter what administration there's going to be issues and roadblocks you do hope we come together you do hope that we realize how lucky we are to have the vaccine here have in America, access. have the access. Mm-hmm. And again, people, remember, the vaccine does not protect you from COVID. Someone testing positive with the vaccine is not news unless they're sick. So the media organizations need to check themselves. The journalists need to check themselves. And with that, we're going to wrap it up. Sterling, can we tell them what we're going to talk about next week? 
Yeah, yeah. We're going to talk about uh, mental health in sports. That's a big one these days. Yeah. Uh, you know, Shakari Richardson, Naomi Osaka, uh, Kevin Love on the Cavaliers. So, yeah. be a good... Um, we're trying to get a good guest for that, but really excited to talk about that. Um, but for that, we are signing out episode two. Please don't cancel me for common sense. I'm Maddie Stu. Sterling O'Neill. Have a great one, folks. We'll see you soon. Take care.